welcome back to Muscle Fitness Health with myself as fitness. Today, I'm going to talk a little on deloads and throw in a few things on recovery in general, volume, intensity and stuff, but uh, all revolving around deload weeks. Now, this is something that seems to scare the death out of clients when I tell them that we need to implement a deload. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes your deloads may just get taken care of by that busy week at work, by a holiday, or even by sickness to a degree. But there is that common conception, especially when you're new to training, that taking time off is going to hinder your progress. I mean, let's face it, you're having a week off. You know, you're not going to get better in a week off for anything else in life, really. Um you know, take a week off playing guitar. You're not going to come back the next week and be better at it. Um, same with most sports, depending, of course, maybe on your, your level and what you've been doing running up to that. But having said that, if you use a sport analogy, what will athletes tend to do after they've prepared for and then competed in, say, the Olympics? They're probably going to go on holiday, have a little bit of a break. Now, that's even the most committed they're not going to be training the following week, even if they're training at all, at that same intensity that they may have been doing leading up to that big event. Now, here's the importance with Delozo when it comes to training. Let's go back to some things I've touched on in previous episodes regarding hormones. And this is so key because it's where training is different to so many other things. So, Going by those previous episodes, you, you would have picked up how important that hormonal environment is to your physique progress. It's so much more than just giving your all in the gym. Because whether it's for fat loss and particularly for muscle gain, you need to make sure that the environment within your body is optimized to achieve that result. Yeah, you know, we're pushing the body to places that it doesn't necessarily want to go, particularly when it comes to adding muscle. You know, the, the, go back to how humans evolved. There's no, there's no need for us to pack on like a hundred pounds of muscle. Okay. Now, if we're constantly going to put our body through stresses, it's going to try to combat those stresses by adapting the hormonal environment. If we're going to put our body through a prolonged period of calorie deficit um, and intense sort of cardio and dieting, then it's going to make adaptions to your hormonal environment. As part of that evolutionary response, the body will think it needs to conserve energy. So your thyroid hormone levels will drop, your cortisol levels will no doubt increase, and therefore like anabolic hormones like testosterone, which are also key for fat loss for males and females, will start to drop as well. And when I say drop, I don't mean the temporary little fluxes. You'll see all these little uh, things online in magazines like boost certain hormones or what have you, and you know, with certain styles of training. That's kind of irrelevant because what you're talking about there are the short-term spikes um, that, that can occur just after a training session. Um, we're not looking at like the sort of daily spikes of trust. We're looking at the baseline levels here. And as those adapt over time, they can adapt in favour of your goals or they can adapt in ways that may hinder your goals. So making sure you're aware of what's going on in that hormonal environment is really, really key to sustain your progress. Now, when we train, we apply a great deal of stress 
to our central nervous system. Okay. One of the common things that I will get, um, from, from newer clients, they may sort of say, um, I felt really tired this week. <laughs> Haven't quite had the same motivation. It's not the training though. It's because I've got this going on, this stress going on at work or something else going on, like relationship stress or whatever. Okay. It's important to realize that all those stresses impacts that same central nervous system. Now, because you have something going on elsewhere in life, a training plan that may have been perfect for you a few weeks before could suddenly be too much because the combined stress is pushing past the limit your central nervous system can deal with. Okay. And if you continue to push that boundary weeks down the line, you'll think, God, why, why am I not really progressing now? Why am I feeling like I'm having to force myself to go to the gym? Why am I not sleeping as well? Why is my appetite not the same as it was? You know, little signals. Why do I not seem to have the same energy? Now, these little signals are signs that you're pushing the central nervous system too much and you're pushing over that fine line of creating a need for adaption, but then negatively impacting that hormonal environment because the central nervous system is detecting that it's under too much stress and therefore the endocrine system is going to adapt to compensate for that okay and again that largely relates to an initial rise in cortisol and that will blunt the anabolic hormones as well which are key of course for muscle building so here's the thing with deloads when i tell a client that i want them to have a deload week and this will be because i'm picking up on signs that they may not be aware of, that they're just sort of mentioning their check-ins. I always encourage people to give as much info as possible, you know, and, and stuff in your life does matter as well. As I touched on, you know, you may have nothing else going on. You can just train, sleep and eat. And therefore you've got this perfect environment to really push your training because there's nothing else really impacting that central nervous system. But then suddenly all these other things come into your life and you may even need to have a deload more frequently or simply just reduce the volume or intensity of your training through that period so that the combined stress is not too much for the central nervous system. But when I do implement a deload with a client, the first thought, the first time that they do it is always one of, but I don't want to, I don't want a week off. And of course, there's that fear that you're losing out. You're going to, you're going to miss out on some progress. I never used to take a week off in my early years of training. Of course, I didn't know what I, then what I know now. And after a while, realized, you know, I wasn't really growing as much as I'd hoped and all of this. It's like, but hang on a minute, I'm in here nearly seven days a week. And I, you know, now my diet and everything else, you know, what, why am I not growing like it more, you know? Um, obviously there's other factors with that as well, but ultimately, I grew at my most when I was actually having a week off in every six weeks. And what that week off does is just completely, it's like sending your central nervous system on holiday. Okay. It just gives it a break. Now you can implement like a deload week strategy by training at much lower volume and intensity. If you really can't keep out of the gym, you know, if you take what, even your toughest sets, you know, not even within like, well, 85% max towards failure. You know, that, that's one way of deloading. Personally, I prefer to take the complete week off because I can't train like that and I'd rather use the time for something else. But when I realized this and obviously understood the science the way that I do now, as I started to grow more, 
train with a higher intensity by way of getting obviously you're growing you're getting stronger you're lifting more weight as well so that's increasing your intensity i realized that i needed more time to recover okay and that actually relates to one of the things that you tend to see regarding the balance between volume and intensity whereby you would you'll often see some magazines and articles mention that um, advanced trainees may be able to handle more volume when it's in fact it's actually the opposite the more advanced you get the less volume you can generally handle okay because you're applying more intensity to your lifts and therefore you don't need that same volume and if you're adding too much volume then you're going to tip and overload that central nervous system you know i know i know if i was doing the same kind of volume that worked for me you know eight years ago but if i was doing that you know, a couple of years ago or even now my results will suffer massively. And that's simply because the intensity to which I'm able to train at has gone up. And that higher intensity needs more recovery time so that the body actually can, firstly, you know, it builds a muscle outside of the gym. The process starts inside if you've got your nutrition on point. But it's when you're outside the gym and you're feeding your, your body with the, the, the tools that it needs to grow, that's where the magic happens. But also, in taking not you know not just doing sorry in not doing too much volume through each week you're and also making sure that you take those weeks off when needed it's going to allow you to maintain that optimal hormonal environment for growth and going back to what i do with clients one of the amazing things that happens like a hundred percent across the board after they've had that first deload week, they go back in the gym on the second week, on the next week, the first week back, and they're hitting PBs. They feel amazing. They feel stronger than ever. And then by the end of that, that week back, they look better than ever as well. And suddenly it's clicked that quickly as to how beneficial those deload weeks are. So guys, if you think that you're going to miss out by taking that week off the gym, particularly when you've got like a lot else going on in life you know just you're arguing in your relationship and you're fighting with your friends and your boss is giving you hell and stuff like this and you're working long hours that's going to add a lot more stress to the central nervous system and therefore maybe your deload weeks might need to be more frequent okay as you get more advanced and start and you're growing more and you're lifting heavier you know, you might have been able to sort of progress optimally with a deload week every couple of, yeah, well, every six months even. But like I said with myself, you know, that quickly got down to me realizing a week off in every six weeks was ideal for me. So what I was doing is optimizing that hormonal environment. Guys, remember this. Training is not like every other activity because of the fact that we need to maintain an optimal hormonal environment for both growth if you're looking to build muscle but also for fat loss as well so make sure you're looking for the signs there is an article actually on my website of signs um, to look for in yourself to be able to spot symptoms that overtraining could be about to happen and make sure you implement your deload weeks if you try to push through it then what you'll actually find in a lot of cases is you might actually start going backwards and then suddenly a deload week isn't actually enough to restore that a hormonal environment. You'll probably need to take a decent chunk of time off the gym to be able to let the body completely recover. 
Guys, I hope this has been helpful. Thank you very much for listening and I will see you next time.